All right. Give me a couple quick checks. Check, check. One, two. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Uh, mic check. Try. Yeah, I'd, I'd say we can run with it. Yeah, just let me get the Wi-Fi going. Oh, yeah. Good point. Pulling uh, up some things. We're going to go back to BuzzFeed. The just, high quality. This mindless content. As we discussed, what was it, just yesterday or two days ago? How how awful how, it is. How much we ad- admire the integrity of... <laughs> There's nothing I admire about this website. <laughs> it's great for, like, mindless content that, like, sometimes riles me up just enough to, like, want to, like, riff about it. But... Sometimes it's, like... There's a subject going on, and I want to wonder. It, there's no possible way you could be offended by. Oh nope, that person found a way to get offended by yeah, it. that person. Like up oh, that movie that's like is like fifty years old and like has like problematic sayings based on today. Like not like just outwardly race, but like they like they looked at a lady wrong in this one. They didn't mm-hmm. let this girl apply for the job. Which like yeah, like it's a period piece. They don't. It's, like, reflective of the time. Of course, yeah. it's not, like, caught up to, like, political correctness. But that's my soapbox. I assume we're rolling. Yeah, we've been. Oh, perfect. About Welcome, everybody. Almost a minute and a half. Welcome to Table in the Basement. Just doing a little uh, pre-show talking about BuzzFeed. Because guess what? We're back because I was struggling to come up with content this week. But, you know, BuzzFeed's here despite our constant complaining. But, hello, my name is Josh. My name is Jared. And we're here to do this thing. Yeah, Josh we do said... so well. We were, we were talking prior to rolling, and Josh said he's been experiencing a weird week, so... You know, like I'm not... glad you were... Let me just say, I'm glad you were able to power through the oddities yes. and make an appearance yes. back here. Say, not many weeks do you accidentally get offered sorry not accidentally get offered a job but accidentally apply for a job and then mm-hmm. get offered it just like and as as much as that sounds absurd i can relate but if you want to discuss it yeah i'll like first, i'll say a few words like that's the thing i don't want to like talk disparagingly about like the organization i was like doing this through accidentally because like the people i interviewed with were very nice it seemed like they were like just put in a bad spot with like a staff member going on like medical sabbatical so like i understand from there and what was going on so like this is more just me talking from like my like neurotic high anxiety side of things like i got like a random email last weekend like in the morning on a saturday which is like a weird time to be getting emails about like possible school positions and it was like it was for, like, this long-term sub thing that opened. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I don't have a job, like, besides, like, regular subbing. So, like, this might be good. So, I suppose I can learn at least more about this. I was kind of, like, iffy on, like, it was for high school. And, like, the thing with high school English is sometimes you have, like, very specialized classes. Like, I am not somebody that should be expected to go in and teach a British literature class because I don't have a background in British literature. So that would be a mess. Yeah. So I should probably make sure that that is not what this position is for. So, like, now, I responded. But is your certificate for secondary? Yeah, it's for secondary English. And, like, I could technically teach it legally. But, like, as far as, like, my comfort level is, like, yeah. I could do this, but I would feel... I don't know what I'm doing. I, like, I am a... I feel like an imposter all seconds of the day when I'm teaching, let alone like being put in a position where like people go to school for this. I went to school for this like tangentially. I went to school to teach concepts related to this thing, but I do not really care very much about like British literature in itself. I like all books. I think they're cool. But as far as like the different time periods and author's intent and all the different, like all the minutia of like the past 
hundreds of years of British literature I don't know that much about, and I really, and don't, really don't want to that much. That's, want not, to. that's not something within the subject matter I care that much about. I would I'm not say, too super interested about it. As someone who's hiring a teacher, you probably want them interested in the subject. Yeah, so I'm like, so I'm like, okay, I'll talk to like this principal on the phone on Monday is what he said. So like, I can get more information, see if this would be a good fit, find out actual details about this job besides the fact it, fact it exists. So I talked to the principal on Monday, and essentially I just had the same conversation as what the email was. I, like he's like, yeah, like we have this open position, we're looking for someone to fill it for like the start of the school year, and then a few months in, and I'm like all right, well, could I get more information? He's like, well, we're having some people come in on Wednesday that are interested to talk about it more and to learn more information about it. I'm like, well, I would love to just learn that right now. Yeah, but I guess like, like have a general yeah, like meeting. He sounded like he was busy, which once again, it's school's about to well, start. Yeah, He's a principal. Say, like, no shame there. Is. I get it. So he I'm like, yeah, is. okay. I can definitely, I can come in on Wednesday and like have a little bit more information gathering. Like have like, just like a discussion session. I can find out what this job is so I can make an informed decision. Come Wednesday. How many I, people in the room uh, with you? So when I got there on Wednesday, I'm glad I brought a polo with just look presentable because I was at the farmer's market just looking like a greasy buttercream covered scuzzball. But there were three of us in the room, myself, the principal in question, and then also the assistant principal. So and, no one th to learn more about the job. Um, so these guys know about the job, but the context in which they brought me in to learn more about the job was just a straight-up interview. <laughs> it was like, I don't know anything about this job, and I just want to learn more, and I don't even know. And they were like, we're going to fucking say, grill this guy. I don't know if him. I even want this job, let alone put me in a situation where I'm like, I have to like now talk about myself with it, but... So, like, we had the interview. I guess I did well because, like... I was going to say, did you bring a copy of your resume? I didn't. That's what was, like... <laughs> so, like, I was in the room, and then they came in, and they pulled me, like... The principal got me, and as he's bringing me in, he's like, this seems like... You didn't bring your resume? This is way more official than I was hoping it would ever be. And yeah. then, like, as, like, when I got in the room and just saw, like, the papers on the desk and the way they were organized, like, just three chairs for the three of us, I'm like... Well, shoot. <laughs> this is an interview, isn't it? This is not what I wanted, and I did not bring anything. And then you were quickly thinking, what animal would I be? What I'm like, well, my... let's think. What are my weaknesses? Well, that's the thing. I, I'm already to go with those because yeah. I'm already in interview mode as far as just, like, somebody looking for, like, a teaching job. There like, you go. more substantially. But, like, so I had this interview the whole time. I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I here? I don't look like I came here for an interview. I didn't, honestly, I don't look that way because I didn't come here for the interview. This is, I look the way I am. This is exactly you me. I came here moment. for a general inquiry. And but, like, right into I learned it. about it. Um, it seemed like it would be a awful situation to go in as, like, my first semester full time teaching. It would be within, so essentially, like, when they said, like, the job would be officially offered to someone by, there would be a week between that period of time and the first day of school, which means I would have had, I would have one week to get familiar with this school, which I was there for the first time that day for the interview, learn about, like, all their procedures and stuff, like, get to know the other staff members and, like, meet, like, whoever would, like, be, like, my co-teachers in a sense. And, so, like, so this would have been... And if this person comes back from their sabbatical, that doesn't guarantee you still have a job? So, like, it was, like, minimum, uh, like, a few months until this person's sabbatical might end, but then, like, that might go on for, like, further gotcha. into the year, depending yeah. on, is what they yeah. said. So, like, 
Yeah, so I, I would essentially long term, like I would ha- yeah, long term. I would, but I would only have a week to like prepare for that potentially four month plus sort of placement. Like, mm-hmm. not that I have to have all the lessons ready, but it's like to go into like a class that I am not familiar with with students on I'm not familiar with that you don't care on top. Well, no, like that's the thing. It wasn't British literature exclusively. It was just regular list. So like that makes it a little bit more like okay, I can do this a little bit more like shortheartedly, mm-hmm. but like. With the time I'd be given, like, to do that as, like, my first semester, like, after getting my cert, like, jumping, like, all right, here I am. I have to do this thing that I'm not fully confident in now by myself with no time to prep for it. It was, like, the worst, most stressful scenario to possibly go into it, too. So, I'm, like, as I left the interview, I'm, like, man, I really hope that went as poorly as it felt like it did because I do not want this job. But as the fates would have it, like, they offered it to me. So, like, I spent, like a solid, like, evening into, like, this morning, like, just, like, freaking out about the fact of, like, I don't want this job. This would be one of the most stressful things I could possibly do to myself right now, but also, like, this is the first offer I got. So there's, like, this weird, like, I am backed into a corner. I have no freedom or power in this decision. It was, like, the most, like, disheartening, like, like, gut-wrenching, like, belittling to myself in that moment just because like not once again like not from like the school's like fault by any means but like it's yeah, more from yeah. like the fact that like to have my only offer up to this point be like a high stress situation like this was like oh man this sucks i don't want this job but i feel like i almost have to take it and that was like yeah terrible well, for like terrible for the soul and <laughs> not a great you know a great emotional experience on that one yeah so, at least we can look at the bright side, because you decided not to take it. I managed to work up the gusto to say no, which another thing that I knew would happen after I got put in the situation was, why? it didn't matter what... Well, the reason why is because, like... No, 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 I meant, did they ask you why? Oh, well, no, they just, like, they understood and stuff, and they had other candidates, like, hopefully that were better suited. I think the reason I got it was, like... The other people they talked to about it from, like, the program I were in were probably still in school. I'm done, so I technically have my cert. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's probably just, like, as far as, like, I have my cert was a big reason why I probably got offered it. And also, like, I have subbed for a few years, so, like, I'm used to, like, loosely how that works. It's mm-hmm. very different in the context they were throwing me into, but... Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I'm sure there were people I mean, that were hopefully better suited for it that got offered instead, but... Yeah. Yeah, but, like, after, like, I said no, then I was, like, in a situation where, like, I knew I would be like this, too, where it's like, all right, now, it didn't matter what the answer was to this uh, question or, like, whether I said yes or no to the job, it was, like, I am definitely going to feel bad either way because I'm either stepping into a situation that is going to, like... Overwhelm you. Overwhelm me, absolutely. And, like, I'm not... I'm a little bit of an anxious person. I don't deal well when, like... Especially, like, occupational anxiety is a thing that, like, kicks me in the butt. So, like, to be put in a situation where, like, I have to, like, figure all this out within a week while also, like, try to process the fact I have to figure this out in a week, that would have been bad news for a long time. Where, on the other end, if I say no to this job, I said no to this job, and now I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm still working on those finance things, and, like, the student loans are going to come due soon. That's great. So, it's been a weird day. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it could be worse. It could be you accept an offer because you feel like this, uh, as much as it might not be the most appealing thing, it's at least related to your major, and then end up in a cubicle for three and a half years being called Casey. So, I mean, not that I know anything about that. That was (laughs) 
Honestly, Jared, that was <laughs> a little tidbit that fully confirms the choice I made was right. <laughs> like, oh, this is your major? You have to accept this job. Like, that's not how I want to live my occupational yeah. life. Like, I've been struggling, like, with this whole process it's, of, like... I like, don't know. I still struggle with it a little bit. I, that's, I think we're two people that don't want our, like, occupation to be, like, our life-defining thing. Yeah. Like, very much, like, my parents were, like, all about their jobs. Same, same really, with my, yeah. my parents as well. Yeah, so, like, we grew up with, like, this, like, this point of view from, like... I that generation is yeah, very they, much yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, probably is. I think it is a generation thing, too, but, like, we grew up as, like, people watching our parents be, be successful like, in their work, but also, like, very loyal and, like, time, like committing all their time and sacrificing like their evenings and things to that were like, I do not want to do that. I want to work during the day and like, I'll do some work in the evening if like I need to, but like, I do not want to spend, I have other things I care about more than this job to be honest. This job is not my most important thing. I want to make money and I will do a good job at it. But at the same time, I want to do other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, what both your dad and my dad probably spent i don't know how long he's been at his company but i mean i mean my dad's like he's been with snap on for like two close to two decades now since i was gonna say this area my dad uh now obviously the company changed names toward the end but i think he let's see he started at 22 or 23 and then retired at 63 so he spent 40, 41 years. I say, that's a level of commitment that, like, I would love to have to a job. Like, if I could find a job that, like, I that enjoyed like enough that and was, yeah. like, good enough to me in return where I could stay there until I retired, that's honestly ideal. That's I'm amazing, not, but I I am not to looking to that. climb the corporate ladder by any means. Yeah. If I can, like, make, like, a livable income that, like, lets me, like, enjoy, like, maybe a vacation every year or just have, like, a little wiggle room to, like, be generous as I can be and stuff like yeah. that. That's ideal for me. I don't need to make much to be happy. So like you, you don't just... want to be called the wrong name in a cubicle for three Honestly, years. Honestly, if I feel good going home about like what I get to do when I'm home, I would make that work. That wouldn't be ideal. Obviously, it'd be yeah. a, little, a little dehumanizing. Well, I but... said the same thing, but I will admit the last like two or three months, it got rough. I, I mean, I've always been able to rationalize that. Look, it just pays the bills, and I can pursue stuff afterward. But then you think about how you have to get up and go there. Yeah. So it definitely does wear on you eventually. I'd say that's fair. I guess like that's thrown from somebody that's never been in a cubicle for three years, being called Casey, saying this. So well, and, and I, I, fair, I defer to your opinion to be on this. Fair, one. it was the lady in the whole building. And I just, I could have corrected her from day <laughs> one, but I felt that was I'm rude. in love with you. Just trying to I be could nice. have said that that wasn't my I name. I could have said, hey, that wasn't my name. Instead, Maybe that I one said, was on uh, Have a good weekend, Casey. Like, you too. <laughs> sure. You know, Casey's not a bad nickname. No. It's, 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 it's like completely fine. Casey's a cool guy name. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know of any Casey's that were like You birds. know, I, I understood the intent, and she was a very sweet lady. So I... I didn't have the heart to tell her Casey she was wrong. is the name of like a cool side character on like a TV show. Mm-hmm. On like a TV sitcom or like TV like high school drama. Casey's hey, like Casey! yeah, Casey's like a cool side character. Not the main yeah. character, but like he's like he's side character cool, guy. Cool side. Yeah, character. he's like he sometimes like he rides on the skateboard. Like fa- like Fonz of Happy Days. Sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little Casey more Casey is like but... a modern day Fonz. Name. Yeah. Like he just comes in and the audience goes nuts. Yeah. 
Everybody loves Casey's. Yeah. <laughs> but I forget what I was doing with that. Oh, I was so, really going anywhere with that, to be honest. No, you're good. But, but the whole going into an interview that you didn't realize. Oh, yeah. yeah so. I had a similar thing. <laughs> of course you did. Through the company. Well, it's I had applied to a couple jobs, and I I got... It was it was through the one that I was working at. I was thinking, hey, if I start on this lower rung, I can work my way up. So I applied to ones and got like the, hey, we're pursuing other, like we're going to pursue other candidates. Thank you for applying, blah, blah, blah in the future. And then suddenly I get an email from a branch that I didn't apply to, a position I didn't know about, like, Hey, we're here to schedule an interview for the job you applied for, blah, blah, blah. And this wasn't even on, it wasn't posted on their site. So I don't know if one of them just like passed it along or something. It over. But then, so I, I hesitantly agreed to meet with them. Sure. But Which is reasonable. This Find out about it. This lady conducted it like an interview. So it's like, she asked me what my thoughts were on the job, and I had no idea what the title of the job I'm was or the tasks and duties. And I, I tried to make that this. clear. And the whole time, like, I mean, she was pleasant enough, but the entire time she gave the vibe of, why did you come for this interview if you don't know anything about the job? And I wanted to be like, why did you have me on your list to interview? I have never heard of this job mm -hmm. until I walked in to this building. Like, had no understanding. So then part of the interview was her explaining all the things to it. And I was like, boy, this couldn't have gone mm -hmm. well. I mean, I never heard from them again, so I'm assuming it well, didn't. But I, I, I honestly... Just beyond <laughs> Given my last day, I envy that. Yeah. <laughs> I envy you never heard back. I I was, yeah, I mean, part of me was relieved. And then, like, it's funny because one of my coworkers, she was like, oh, how'd the interview go? I was like, I, I don't think it went well, but, I mean, I had also never heard of this position. I don't know how I got put up for I this. I don't understand but... why I'm here. This person didn't seem to understand. So I don't know if, like, their boss or their chain sent something over. It's like, well, I guess I'm supposed to interview this candidate, and mine got sent through. So we were just both kind of there like, well, what? how about the weather outside? So one of my least favorite interview questions by a very large margin is, what do you know about our company? Like, tell us, what do you know about us? Like, that's what is that supposed to show besides the fact that, like, I took the time to research you? Ass like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I went to your website, and, like, honestly, your website's really poor to the design because it was really hard I to know. find enough for me to say Especially anything about Especially if it's a company. smaller business. Honestly, you're... Yeah, like, I had, some, I had some interviews earlier on in the summer where, like, I had to, like, go to their website and, like, try to scrape together enough information to, like, so I could answer that because it did get asked, like, every single interview. Like, yeah. what do you know about us? Like, I know that you're a I school. I know your website is I atrocious. know that your website is a pain in the butt to navigate, especially to answer this question. I know you see kids sometimes as a school. Mm hmm Mm-hmm. So I hate I that question. I know your school mascot. One time I had a job interview where, like, I didn't take the time to do that just because, like, I was, I was busy and also, like... I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but apparently I was wrong because, like, they're like, 
they decided not to offer it to me. And like being like the person that like went to business, went to school for business. I'm like, well, how could I do better next time? Like, honestly, like you didn't like look into our company before like interviewing with us. So like, we just like, didn't want, like, that was like kind of a turnoff. I'm like, well, why would I waste my time outside just to learn like little like tidbits about this company though? Like, I know like it shows like effort being put in, but at the same time, like, you're already expecting me to give without you giving in return, which is like, yeah. I don't know. I had also, because I have a bad attitude about work, generally speaking, so anytime, like, any employer asks of me without, like, this good like, sign of, like, them going to do something in response. I would say response, next time I was like, sorry, I was preparing to answer, like, stuff related to the specific job, not, like, a little pop quiz. Yeah, like, this was for, like... Like, um, like an admissions role for like a local community college or something. So yeah, it's like, I mean, like my answer was like, yeah, you're a community college. I don't know a lot about the community college itself because like, it's just a community college. I don't like, I di didn't sit down and research all the things because if I get this job, I'll learn that stuff anyways. I feel, yeah. I didn't know that like a prerequisite was for me to know everything about this company, but I understand of why that was like a turnoff and why yeah, they didn't like that. Them. But at the same time, as far as like my own philosophy on like interviewing and work, I think it's a stupid question. I think it's silly to expect people to spend their time learning about your company just to recite things you already know. Because like it just shows that they took the time to Google it, which isn't really yeah. anybody can Google Look now. That's up not big a skill. Stuff on the website. Yeah. It doesn't know. actually portray an actual sense of worth ethic. It, Really, it apparently it apparently is really important because like like I said, teachers and professors said, Oh, make sure you look up their blah 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 and their mission and the company motto and I was like, Yeah, okay. Okay, but And like... I did. Honestly, probably one of the best ones that I ever did. I didn't get offered the thing and then two or three weeks later that same exact position was back up and I was like, Huh, that's I'll fine. show them. I'm not gonna apply. Again. Take that. <laughs> Eat my farts. I mean, in in actuality, they probably had like ten other candidates because they didn't even reach out with an email. But I'd like to think say, dude, I win. I had one where for me to get rejected, I had to reach out with an email. Like I had like a like a Skype interview and stuff, and they said, hey, like within a week or so, we will get back to you regardless of if you're getting the job or not. Just so you know. A week goes by, I'm like, this is weird. I better email them. And then, like, I emailed them, and that got the response. I'm like, I get you're busy, but, like, this is an automated response. How much time would it take just to send me it just so I know? Yeah. It just kind of reinforces my being jaded, which isn't great for, like, that sort of bad attitude. Oh, I... It's just, like, I try to, like, have a better attitude, and then things happen that make me, like, that reinforce my beliefs about it. Well, it's really frustrating. I would love to be more, like, functional as, like, an adult trying to contribute to the economy, but, man. Well, I mean, we've experienced <laughs> the same thing in customer service. You try to go in, like, look, I know... I always see the good in people. I'm just going to try to be very pleasant today. And then you, it just takes having that one customer where it's like, yep. And you've affirmed why people suck. Yep. Macarons are expensive. You do not have to buy them. You also like, you don't have to look at me and make like a, you don't have to grimace at me over the price because yeah. like you are clearly over 50. That is what like four year olds do when they see something they don't like. They grimace up at somebody. Yeah. Like you doing that to me, this is a weird moment for me who's like trying to like do my job. It's like, oh yeah, you don't like the price. I don't know how to respond to a facial reaction, but here we are in this moment. Yep. I now have to figure this out. I wasn't socially prepared for this situation. Yep. And just like that, you have killed the mood of 
everyone around here. <laughs> all the employees, all the customers waiting behind you in line. You have successfully ruined multiple I days. I hope you are pleased you leech upon everybody else's happiness. Go back to your swamp. The worst is when they acknowledge that they're rude or they're like, what's with this guy? Blah, blah, blah. What's this guy? I'm sorry, I'm being rude, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Well, yeah. like, well, you're beyond being rude. You're just a jerk at this point. Yeah. And like I said, I had we had that customer last weekend, and it just it sapped the life out of every so one of us. So what I think you should do is you should establish, like, you know how like, there's that one uh, restaurant, like, beach chain where, like, all the staff is rude? Yeah. Like, so, like, you it. should establish where, like, at Union Cellars, when customers are rude, they get an egg to the head. Like, if someone's being rude to you, you take an egg and you just pulse them right in the forehead with it. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a fun thing Union Sellers does. If would... you're a rude customer, you get hit with an egg. Yeah. And that way, like, people do that. It's like, well, it's, like, it's the expectation. Like, you even have a little sign, you might be egged if you're rude. Like, oh, well, no longer negligence on their end. They're covered legally. I can't sue. So that's my... I do like an idea of something or being, like, really petty, passive-aggressive. <laughs> Like at Disney, they tell him to have a Disney day <laughs> <laughs> when someone's being unpleasant. But I mean, I don't know what. Keep whining. Keep whining. Ha <laughs> ha. You just like freeze frame. We 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 only like is. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Oh, I used to whenever one of uh, my sister's kids was crying or whining about stuff. I was like, we only like two types of wine, red and white, the occasional rosé. Sometimes rosé. <laughs> Sometimes rosé. And he just looks at me confused. But someday he will understand that joke and hate it just as much. Oh, yeah. Actually, when he's my boss, if I live long enough someday he'll be my, be boss. my boss. Someday you'll be my boss and you'll be making this joke. You'll be saying this to me. Yep. So, oh. uh, to get off the work thing, um, I saw a pretty good documentary on Netflix. Trainwreck is the uh, recommendation. Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, video, uh, movie recommendation, sort of. It's more of like a three-episode like mini-series. So, but... like a little uh, document, a yes. limited series document. Trainwreck, it is the story of Woodstock 99, which is not a festival I really had ever heard about before this documentary. But Woodstock? Like, Woodstock 99. So, apparently, in 1999, they tried to bring Woodstock back. They had brought it back in the 90s. It was so much of a train wreck that they named this documentary after it. It well, was real bad. I mean, <sighs> it was bad, I guess, in the sense of damage, but it's, I mean, there was a lot of people there. A lot of people were there, and it those people were treated like animals. But no, I think Woodstock had a chain of shows through the 90s. They had, like they mentioned in the documentary, like they had tried with like very wavering success, but like mm -hmm. Woodstock, like this particular Woodstock this was the attempt one... was like they were trying to bring it back in and like a big modernize way. it yes modernize it like they were trying to like it was all like recent acts but like new metal because well, new metal scene. was what blew up in the late 90s so yeah like new metal but 90s. like it's just interesting that like, there was like all these different things that went wrong it was like the just an unpredictable perfect storm like okay. so like new metal for instance like the crowd of people at that time that were really into new metal were like jerky frat boys so like Okay. The like atmosphere around like these shows was like a bunch of like high testosterone like Men. no personal Men. space. Yeah, like like dude bro douches that were like like a big issue like when people were crowd surfing was like men just like groping women in like really really aggressive ways and like they have like some footage of like guys like 
like at one point, like because it was a Woodstock thing, like clothes seemed to just kind of like become an option to like spectators. So like lots of girls were walking around with those clothes on and they would have like these groups of like ten or eleven guys well, that's, like that's how ganging Woodstock around was. this girl, like telling her to take her clothes off. And, okay, like, well, the camera crew's like, Hey, happen. like let's let's not do that. Let's this is weird and like Yeah, that okay, so it took the whole free hippie love from the sixties Woodstock and made it a little more predatory. Yes. Not even a little, like extremely <laughs> a little predatory. more rapey and predatory. It's like that was part of it and also like as far as like the management went of it like security was a joke they didn't train anybody and like the security guards were just like too young and like didn't like have any like stake in this going well okay um like they there wasn't like ready access to water and the water was super expensive so this and, like, is it almost... was like it was crazy hot so people were like dehydrating mm-hmm. like super bad and like it was on like a tar like it was on like a like a military like uh like tarmac or something oh really yeah so like it was like it wasn't on like the farm no it was like in like this like military sort of base thing Mm -hmm. and like so like it was all on like pavement which like contributed to the heat as well yeah and like as a fellow warp tour alumni we can tell you yes pavement is hot very warm awful but like they had like this little village that all the acts stayed in which was like this like utopia but there was literally this giant concrete wall that separated where like the artists were staying and where everybody else was and like the shots between the two at the exact same time stamp was like hilarious funny from like a dystopian sort of thing it was like (laughs) these people over here like breaking bottles of wine open and like just like having a a great time and then over here is like people sitting under the shade of this wall just to survive because it's so hot and there's no water so it's just and those are just a few of them. Just like so many weird planning mistakes and weird like judgment calls. Like, okay, it's just like it, without like giving too many spoilers. Like yeah. one of the last nights when things got really bad, they wanted to hand out a bunch of candles to do like a vigil over gun violence because like Columbine had just yeah, happened Columbine a little bit before this. So no. like to like this already amped up like perturbed crowd about how they were treated and like also like super aggressive because the time they did it was for, I think. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers was like this closing act, but like the day before that, it was Limb Biscuit, which had like a lot of like they a lot of. they knocked over like a sound tower, so like they were already amped up, and now they were yeah. had, they had another day to be upset. So like they handed out all like these candles Dude. with like legitimate fire. So like you have all like these drunk, dehydrated, angry people with fire at this point. Oh my gosh, it was just chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. I think that would have been when that album was out, and that album was huge like that you're talking like peak limp biscuit Mm -hmm. yeah they have had a bit of a revival so i mean i don't think it's fair to be like but i mean that was the peak of new metal Mm -hmm. yeah so like corn at that yes corn was there the first night and like the guy the lead singer of corn was like on the documentary a little bit and his like his take was so funny because it's like that first night is like oh boy this is gonna get bad at some point (laughs) and i think it's funny if you see him in interviews if you didn't know like who he was or like what he sounds like in recordings, you'd just be like, "Oh, this is Who's like that? some music." Yeah, he's, he's, he's very like well, he's very well spoken and thoughtful, and like his response and just like his take was like, like "Oh, geez. yeah, that first night was it got pretty rough," and I'm not surprised that it went into a full riot mode. And I mean, it might be partly because it actually was them that voiced themselves on South Park. But if you said, Groovy, show us where the state is. Like, that actually isn't yep. far off from how he say, it was, sounds and speaks. 
say like I cannot recommend it enough. It's a very good documentary. Um, for some reason, like I find myself in like this weird like documentary sort of like niche that I love. It's just like dude, like tours welcome. or festivals that fall apart is yeah. a documentary that I will watch every time. Yeah, fire. Like festival. I said, yeah, like like the fire festival ones are amazing. This one was good. Like I'm now like so actively seeking out events that were yeah. planned poorly. So I'm like so something like some weird like the chaotic monster that lives in me quietly just like loves it. Uh-huh. What's what's kind of interesting and again, obviously it was more modern, obviously location, things like that. But like the original Woodstock is considered like poor planning in the sense that they didn't really realize the number yeah. of people would go. So like it was over capacity. Mm-hmm. It was overcrowded. There was a lot of potential for like disaster. Do you think because it was more of like a hippie and peace anti-war in style that that made it? Like, can you imagine if that original, but like that style of new metal was back? Like, do you think it it would have been the same thing? Just pure hell. It was. I think part of the issue was that it was the hope to maintain like the Woodstock sort of like approach to like peace and love and good times, but mm-hmm. like. Obviously, like the crowd that they got with it, with like a lot of like the staff members too, were like Woodstock alums, like the original guy that like planned like the first Woodstock, like he was yeah. there helping to plan this one too, and like a lot of like the staff members were like people that were at those, so, like they, a lot of the staff had that same sort of like mentality, but like yeah. it didn't translate to the crowd that they brought in, so like there was just like from the get go, there was just like this culture division that was just like impossible. Man. To the point where, like, that was, like, I think that might be why the security was so bad, because, like, it was just assumed, like, oh, like, it's Woodstock. People are just going to, like, mellow be out, okay. probably get yeah. really high, but, like, it'll be fine. So, like, they didn't staff with, like, the understanding. The that, like, no, of... we're going to get some of, like, the most aggressive. Like... I was going to say, because even, uh, even if it's not, like, I would say, argue most fans aren't there with the intent for violence, but even, like, energy at those shows has more potential Oh, yeah, like, it's, like, it's mob mentality. Yeah, it's mob mentality. To like, break out. Like, this... mosh pits, the crowd surfing, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen in yeah. more of your jammy, mm-hmm. yeah, so like, laid-back genres. Well, I think part of, like it too was when things got bad like those people that were like the naturally aggressive source were like the first one is two starts breaking things oh, so like yeah. Yeah. at one point like when like water was like like as like the days went on and vendors were running out of stuff like water was getting like jacked up to like 10 or 12 dollars a bottle which oh, is really? insane yeah like and that's insane. 90s prices yeah dude that'd be like 25 yeah like it's crazy but like when that started happening people started like breaking water mains to like get themselves <laughs> water but where they did it was close to the porta potties. Yeah. So they were ha- they were like uh, ingesting and showering sewage. and playing They're in water like that was tainted by sewage. Outbreak. Yeah. One of the people that was like the like they had like a couple people that were like attending that Woodstock like come in all these years later to like kind of give their first hand account and like the one person was like yeah I got trench mouth the next day I woke up with like sores all over my mouth and like the doctor Jeez. said it was from drinking tainted water and like a lot of other people that happened too. Yeah. So, like, it was just, Holy like, all, like, hell. these things that were, like, by themselves were going to lead to a bad time. But, like, yeah. how they interacted was just, like, it, it was just a perfect storm. Just, like, a beautiful three days of just constant logistical nightmare and mess that, like, me at this now period of time looking back, watching so, the documentary, is just enthralled with so, how much of a crap 
I had no idea about all the other stuff. I had seen, I forget, it was like a most shocking moment for like music. And I I had heard about the fires, like the big bonfires Mm -hmm. and them just setting shit on fire. I didn't realize it was during the Chili Peppers. (laughs) Well, so like, (laughs) once again, like I don't want to say the whole thing, but like I will say the Chili Peppers were like the... Fire started towards the end of the Chili Peppers sets because they were closing out the day, and yeah. then they went back to do an encore. <laughs> and while the fires were being lit, they did like a cover of Fire by some sort of like I forget what band it was originally by, but it was like a classic Woodstock band. So, like, yeah. they sang a song that everybody knew called Fire uh-huh. to people starting fires already. It was just constant, just like people on stage, like. Like, Fred Durst during the Limp Bizkit thing, like, he encouraged, actively encouraged them to start tearing things apart, and that's when the one sound tower got knocked over. It was, it's an amazing, just, just watch it. No okay. More, no more spoilers. It's exciting. Watch it, it everybody. sounds exciting. Go to Netflix, good watch, three episodes, it's just, it's great. Cannot recommend it enough. That's, man. <laughs> that would have been a sweet festival to be at, though. Say, it seemed like it was cool, like, for, like, if I were to just go there during the day, but have, like humane living conditions afterwards yeah yeah. i i was gonna say to uh not have to actually stay there and have a supply of water like i said the lineup makes it appealing but the conditions it probably was a nightmare yes man that does sound i am a sucker for documentaries i don't know i don't know what it is like i haven't I haven't really watched a new movie in a long time. I think time. it's just, like, it's nice to learn things while also being able to zone out while you learn them. I yeah. think, like, that was the draw for me. Like, it was, like, it was, like, a super hot day when it was on. I was, like, I was just waiting for, like, a big thing I had to do later in the day. So, like, I just had some time to kill, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to, like, get invested in anything. So, it's, like, oh, I, think I can watch this. I think it's funny, because I'll be, was... like, oh, I can't watch a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but then I'll watch, like, a docuseries with each yeah. episode's an hour, and I'm, yeah. like, oh, well, I guess yeah. I'm technically say, like, it's... more. <laughs> say, like, it, it's just nice to learn in a way where it doesn't, like, feel like I have to try to learn. Because, yeah. like, as somebody that, like, Maybe just got done with like school, I've, I'm tired of trying to learn right yeah. now. As a kid, I loved watching like National Geographic yeah. and Discovery. With say, all I like stuff, passive so learning. Maybe that's my goal. Maybe that's why I enjoy those things because as a kid, I watched a lot of yes. National Geographic, Discovery before it became reality shows. Mm-hmm. But say it's I wouldn't watch it anymore. Discovery Channel is a joke. What's it? Animal Planet's like tag like tagline a few years ago was like surprisingly human, human which there. is like it is still that. It's like how honestly who, the who, only how, thing I'll how watch did this it happen? for. Wait, I get uh, River Monsters, and that's about it. To say no more like fun animal documentaries and things. Now it's like Crocodile Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Crocodile Hunter, or like shit. like now it's like these weird like animal control like cops programs. Yeah. Uh, oh, like why Lone Star Law? Something like that. Anchorage. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Just lost all sort of touch for me, but yeah. So, I know we mentioned it earlier, and I would hate to disappoint our audience. We're back doing a BuzzFeed quiz tonight. So, Jared, I sent you a link. Oh, no. Okay. We are doing BuzzFeed after a long time. Uh, I'm going to give these quizzes another shot. It's been a second. Yeah. But, once again, I've had a weird week. So, this is this is a BuzzFeed sort of week, Jared. It's a BuzzFeed week. <laughs> so, this particular quiz is, what kind of ghost do you have in your house? Uh, mm, I haven't spooky. loaded yet. Just in time I for pre-Halloween. 
Oh, come on, Spoiler dude. alert. I Spoiler alert. He's, he's still loading, so. Um, dude, just remember, my internet here is not good. So I'll give everybody in the audience a little background into this quiz. Um, Ghosts just want to have fun as the tagline, and it has 390 BuzzFeed points, so I don't know if that is, that is good or bad. But it is approved and edited by the BuzzFeed community team, which I personally think is a mark of poor quality than a mark of quality because I don't trust anything that the BuzzFeed community team does. So, without further ado, Jared has it open. Uh, first question, is your house old? So Should we go, if I go by the one I grew up in, it is very old. Let's go with so the place old. you're in. You're not going to see that ghost, the, like, the, like our oh. little, your little A-frame in the woods. So Damn the house it. I'm in, it's, I don't think it's too old because I feel like old is a weird kind of like relative sort of thing. Like I've seen mountains, like I see mountains every day from like the distance and those things are massive. I don't think that they're at, Man. I don't think that they are, sorry. No, no, I'm just Bad looking at these like this would have fit nicely <laughs> yeah. for my old house. So I don't think my house is old compared to other things. So I'm going to say not Can that Can I old. do my old house, please? Fine. Thanks. Has someone died in your house in the past? Yes. Has it, <laughs> Ashley? That's a question to ask. Well, I... Uh, is yikes. that... So, this, here's an interesting question about the real estate market. Shit. Do you actually um, have to disclose that? Is that a thing that people have to... Like, it feels like a very, like, horror movie cliche where it's okay, like... Okay, this is tough We to have to say, tell you, though, somebody died here. Well, so one of the... Two of the sons died. But, uh, I don't know if any of the kids actually died in the house specifically they were definitely living in the house when they died you know what i mean yeah like they so two of them died that was the, their residence two of them died in the civil war and then were brought yeah. home and buried mm-hmm. uh but there were which 13, as far as i know there were there no were major civil war conflicts kids. in the middle of pa so gettysburg what <laughs> <laughs> uh but i mean there were 13 kids so there's a chance one of them died on the farm you know, you know, farm life. Sometimes kids fall in sinkholes. Sometimes they get sucked up in a tractor, like combine. What are you gonna do? Unfortunately, I mean, you had a lot of kids probably because you played the numbers game. So, so I'm just gonna say one yes. of the answers is the last owner of the house disappeared. Dot dot dot. Like once again, like how do you know that? Who told you that? Like that feels don't just they like, have to disclose it? I, that's song? that's the thing. That's I just asked that a second ago. Like I don't know. I it, thought it probably it very feels state like state. It, it feels like a horror movie cliche. Yeah. But like I have like that. I mean, like PA laws are really poorly worded as is. So like yeah. it might be like if someone dies in your residence, they must like for the next four generations, anybody that attempts to buy that house must be told within one week of viewing well, the property. With how the house market is now, I think no matter where you live, it's gonna go up in value. That's fair. So here's one. Have you ever gone ghost hunting, Jared? <laughs> I yeah, once. Remember? Say, well, do you count that ghost tour? <laughs> um, I would. <laughs> I would count that. Ah, oh, goddamn it! It's kind of like like when you go to like a store to like yeah. buy something. You're you're kind of hunting for bargains. You're looking for True. a good deal. So I would say you're hunt. You're looking. I for went those for ghosts. free, but I guess I was looking. I mean, for like ghosts. I was open to the experience. I say I feel like if you're being like, too picky with how you, like, define hunting for ghosts? Like, mm -hmm. do you actually, like, hunt for ghosts as you hunt for, like, deer and things? No, no I feel ridiculous. like you mostly just stand there watching someone else. Yeah, you stand in the dark and, like, you just, like, around awkwardly. you just, like, wait for, like, a boom to go off or, like, something to, like, shuffle across the floor and go, huh! 
So yeah, that, that is my understanding of how ghost hunting works based off the movies and shows I've seen. I like how the Expedia advertisements' big selling point on here was come back to the U.S. with no COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question, a little bit hard to answer. Do you get paranormal encounters in your house? The options are stuff moves, I see a creepy woman, I see a terrifying shadow creature. Oh, I used kids' to... toys move. No, so, like so I legit as a kid, um, it was from my parents' bedroom into before we built on the addition that back window. It was like a weird centipede shape that would like crawl up along the windowsill, like kind of meander around. It was obviously just the light, probably. But it, it literally... It was looked, obviously, or was it a ghost thing? It looked like a giant centipede. Was it a, a ghost centipede? <laughs> a ghosty. Um, so this is an interesting... I don't know how to answer this, because like, stuff technically does move where I live, but that's because I move it. Nope. Yep. The shadow um, creature. I see a creepy woman. Uh, I see lots of people in the bakery that is underneath where I live, and some of them are like, oh, you're a little... You seem a little bit intense socially. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a terrifying shadow creature. Yeah. And kids' toys. I got that on you. We'll say stuff moves. Oh, it used to terrify me. You know what? I'm going to say I see a creepy woman because I don't know. Maybe some of our patrons are ghosts. Yeah. So what is the creepiest room in your house? Now, this is an interesting question. Count the basement. Kids' room. So kids' room? What if you have room? multiple kids' rooms? Well, no, there's only the one that's the most important. Like, who's your favorite kid? That's the kids' room. Oh, the other one is, like, the accidents. I didn't know if it was, like, the common area. <laughs> the, the common, common area. The common area. We go to the common way. <laughs> Please, come to my fainting room. <laughs> oh, the conservatory. Oh, yes. Uh, basement. Every room is the creepiest room. Now, I noticed they didn't put the gazebo. I find I the like... gazebo frightening. So, like, our basement is, like, this weird combination of, like, part of it is, like, a functioning, like, certified kitchen, but the other part is just, like, boxes and things mm -hmm. arranged in, like, a labyrinth, so... Mine's an old dirt floor. Hmm. With only... The ceilings are only about five feet high. That sounds, that sounds like it got some spooky potential, Jared. Yeah. I think that I mean, is worth putting on. I don't want to go there. I feel like every room could be creepy for me because every room I carry the ghost of my past with. So that's trying a little hard. We're going to go basement because basement is just always a spooky one. Yeah. All right, Jared. I got a child ghost. Ooh. Uh, these ghosts aren't very dangerous but are very scary. Ghosts of children can often move children's objects around if they can. And most terrifying... Wait, children can move objects around if they can. Yeah, can move objects around, and then in parentheses, if they can. Wow. And most terrifying, childlike laughing. If you have one of these in your house, try some sage. Mm. <laughs> what does that even mean? Sage helps fight off ghosts, or just makes your house smell like uh, a little bit weird. So I got shadow entity. You left your basement untidy, didn't you? Well, no one ever goes down there. It's a dirty, it's dirty mess. Gotta wear shoes in the basement. You you Terrible. actually do. In at least yeah, why would you do that? Stone footprints. I would never go down there. Though. Yeah, it's pretty. I dumb. like my bare feet. Well, now you've got a shadow ghost living down there. The intentions of these entities are unknown, but for now, let's just hope it doesn't leave the basement. Well, I never saw it in the basement. It's in my parents' room. Aha! Uh -huh. Jokes so, on you. Already, buddy. jokes on you. This isn't valid. Yeah. What a... Uh. I like looking at, like, the response of these, just, like, to see people's ghost stories. Yeah. 
Like, my house I grew up in used to be haunted, and I woke up in the middle of the night once when I was between 8 and 10 and saw a tall shadow man walk past my room quite fast, woke up my mom to go look around and found nothing. Also used to hear weird noises all the time in different rooms. My parents would hear footsteps. I've not seen or heard anything in over a decade now. And this one kept it nice and simple. Ghost woman. I gotta get me some sage. <laughs> that, that must be what his answer was. You got a ghost woman in your house. I feel like, is the answer always sage? I feel like we should, like, become, like, certified ghost hunters just so we can, like, answer these is questions sage ourselves. sage just, like, a... What is sage? Sage, as I understand it, is a thing that smells that is, like common and like like it definitely has like its origins are not tied in with ghost hunting but i feel like every time like you like watch a like a ghost movie or like Mm -hmm. watch like one of these ghost hunting shows they talk about sage or like even like fortune telling or like occult sort of stuff sage is sometimes mentioned as like a cleaning sort of thing i don't know if it's like rooted in like like this like grossly like misunderstood like native american background is what i think i've heard it referred to before but that also just like might be phony baloney stuff mentioned i don't know i just know it's something it spells kind of weird hmm yeah it's it's, i just never knew like what it actually was like is it a spice or an herb i mean it's a A spice in the sense that like like, oh, put some sage on. Yeah. <laughs> put some sage really on that. Add some flavor. <laughs> add some good good stank some to spooky it. Spooky stank. <laughs> good stank. Um, so, yeah, that was BuzzFeed Quiz. Maybe we'll do it again someday. I don't know. It depends on if I have another weird week. It, I mean. <laughs> so, here's a question for you, Jared, that I thought okay. was kind of interesting that I found. Okay. What flavor should green taste like? What green should taste yes. like. So think of your classic food, beverage, snack well, that ooh. is green colored, artificially flavored. What yeah. what flavor is that? When like Yikes. if you were like if uh, someone were to come up to you and say, Hey, I want a green thing, what would you give them? Or if you were to go somewhere and they ask you what you want and you ordered green, what would you hope to get? What is green? Uh well, I was going to say green apple, but green apple is doesn't taste at all like green no. apples. That's actually an interesting point. Green apple. Like, what's the difference? Artificial flavors are on, like, a varying degrees of, like, far Absurd. from their, like, nat- like, what they're named for. But, like, green apple is, like, like, is it, like, artificial green apple flavor is a taste in its own. I don't yeah, know what they were getting is. at. I don't either. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it, but. Say artificial watermelon is up there too. Yeah, like what like, is where? What kind of what kind of watermelon have you had that tastes like this? It is it is so out in left field. Like I don't even like lemon lime or like lime. It actually I get I yeah, get like the that, notes of it. I get the hint. I'll of say it. that's like a thing that you can like just flavor though, just like with lemon or lime juice. Like that's like an yeah. easy one to replicate. But like but like green apple. Granny Smith apples are the ones I think of, and they're really not that great to eat. <laughs> but green apple, I don't know. It, I like apples, and I like green apple, but I wouldn't but put a them... green apple. Artificial hmm. apple in general, probably just... Artificial apple. Artificial banana is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I like it, but I know it's a very, like, divisive well, it's a, thing. It's more like the whatever extinct 
species of banana. Yeah. Apparently. Allegedly. 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 Um, say blue raspberry is always like who, blue raspberry. What up there are too? what are the origins of blue raspberry? I feel like we should start doing just like an investigative series. Like, what is who came up with blue raspberry and why? Yeah. <laughs> what was the point behind this strange, strange flavor? I've never seen a blue raspberry. Like, hey, either. I put. I mean, they don't exist. Blue raspberries aren't a real thing. What? <laughs> what? No, they're not a real thing. It's like a, it is. They exist only in the name of the flavor of like hyper sugar enriched things. Yeah. Like, like they exist in like for the syrup form time, I only. I never saw like a slush puppy. Yeah, like raspberry. that's like yeah, like the syrup. Yeah. Man. So what do I expect green to taste like? Yes. I guess I would expect either the green apple flavor or or lemon lime. Personally, I think I would also lean lean lemon lime. Mm-hmm. I feel that's like what I want more than anything else. Because like once again, like green apple doesn't show up in too much, but when it does, like I don't, I don't mind it. I just don't know what I'm ingesting, and like from yeah. like a philosophical level, like what is green apple? But like, I was what that, have we I done was to that nature? Kid, like slushy wise, if they didn't have, well, I guess every kid had blue raspberry. But I was also that kid that like lemon lime a lot. It would be interesting to see the timeline of things like green apple and blue raspberry. Like when did they first appear? What was like public reaction to them, and how did they become just like well, this settled upon? Like, yep, that's that flavor. I think. Aren't green Skittles now green apple and they used to be lime? I don't know. I don't like Skittles. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had Skittles in years at this point, but I feel like that might be. My cool. enjoyment of Skittles has always been very, very low. It's, just, it's a lot of chewing. You don't like the... A lot of like... like I mean, you could suck on them, I guess, but you have like a whole bag of them and that's that's like a day process to get through your Skittles. And like, I don't want to... Like, it's, they don't taste that great either to me either. You it's like just, circus peanuts, but you won't eat a Skittle. Circus peanuts, I don't know if we've discussed. Like, I know we've talked about circus peanuts, but, like, my justification is that texture. I like that. It's, oh, that texture it's is just like it's a, nice, it's a nice feeling on the teethers, no. you know? It's like a nice little, like, oh, I'm chomping into something. It's like I'm teething all over again. It's great. Yeah. I love it. A, like a hard, like a sponge that has been out of the dish. Yeah, a sponge that hard. has... No, but like they, they have porous. They have the right amount of give. Like it's like no, you start to bite and it doesn't immediately then like you put some pressure, it's like that satisfaction, like, oh I accomplished this. I bit through this thing. Ah. Yes, down to that delicious mallow on the inside. I am in full support of circus peanuts. Yeah, you're like one of the only ones. Yet there's still like anytime you go to a candy store, there are always circus peanuts. Yeah, that there are many of us out there and those of you you that say you don't like them i think you are just trying to fit in with what is actually the minority everybody says they hate them but oh the silent the silent majority the silent majority 2020 the silent majority silent will majority. be heard <laughs> don't remind me about <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> the even, silent majority i don't even want to think about anything involving majorities and people thinking that they aren't hey being heard. hey josh big election coming up <laughs> yeah there is and i cannot wait to be miserable i can't wait to not vote i can't wait to be a miserable person in this country because I'm just watching it. Yeah. Descend into just like, I can't wait to people say, Hey, can I count on you to have my vote? Uh, I probably not. (laughs) Like that's, I guess that's an interesting thing. Apparently there is somewhere in me where like there is a line. So like, I think we can all agree that like the, 
management of election season is laughable at absolute, absolute best. What if I did, if someone asked, can I count on your vote? Well, someone asked for me as well. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to talk to the other guy I just talked to because I'm a man of my word and I don't, I can't double vote because that'd be bad. But yeah, like there's like, there's a weird line where like, I love these documentaries about festivals that are just a horrible wreck. But when it comes to like election season and just like having to like, bear witness to that i feel like there's a like there's like a line where like once it starts to like actually have like a social impact on like the greater country as a whole like i start to get sad really fast yeah and i've always <clears throat> said as a rule of thumb if anyone wants to discuss politics it means they already have rooted belief and opinions and there's no point in talking with them because either you'll agree with them and they'll get overly loud at the party or you'll disagree and they'll spend the next 10 minutes telling you why your opinion is wrong. I know very few people that like talk about politics in a way that makes sense, but like, it's not that they seek it out. Like, I feel like most people that seek out talking about politics are just looking to stir the pot. Oh yeah. And like as somebody that is terrified of conflict, don't, do that i'll implode i will fold into an yeah. origami swan because oh, i'll be I, that uncomfortable any any people i've met that do that i purposely like implode or i i really diffuse it i pretty much are like yeah i don't pay attention to it man say, or they'll I, say something like yeah man that's uh that's pretty crazy say like i the stand we're at at market is right beside like a like this guy that sells hats that are like a lot of like armed forces related but also mostly like far right leaning like the let's go brandon is where that is and like the weird like trump stuff that's like like the weird like catchphrase around trump like they're very like there's like the hyper conservative end of like that spectrum and Mm -hmm. just like the things i hear is just like come on guys yeah i just want to sell my sticky buns please don't like drag me impassively into this conversation i don't want to hear this it's just annoying Yes, very much so. And I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that would consider us ignorant for not... Good. ...educating ourselves on the policies and decisions. But I also... Isn't it amazing how many times politics or Congress will introduce a legislation and then you look at a poll and it's like, oh, majority of Americans didn't want this. I was like, so why'd that guy in Congress be like, yep, here we go, this thing. Because it's not a good system. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, one, the people that are doing it, like, so much, like, like, anytime, like, these, like, bills or things get introduced, like, there's, like, so much extra stuff snuck in there, which oh, is, yeah. like, super shady and yeah. super, like, this, like, disenchanting the about the process. Like, can you believe so-and-so said no to this bill? Is like, well, but why do you have to put in, in the there? thing about, uh, Like, why is this, drugs? Like, like, I know, like, this is a bill on, like... Providing, like, money for, like, low-income schooling. But also there's, like, this weird line about, like, making a wall around the border. That seems, like, disconnected. What are we doing? Yep. So, like, on that end, like, that's, like, a weird thing that, like, sucks. But also, like, on, like, the social end, like, it takes a lot of work to understand what any of this actually means. And, like, the impacts of these things. Like, a bill about, like, you just, like, hear, like, a hot button. This is, like, an... An anti-immigration bill. Okay, but, like, what area of, like, immigration does that fall into? Are we talking about, like, like are we, like, restricting legal immigration? Are we is talking like about focused people? On like, what, is it animals? Yeah, is it, yeah, there's, like, a million different things. And yeah. it's just, the whole process is just very hard to watch and participate in well, a way that brings me real joy. Yeah. 
it's fun. Like sometimes when like the cynical one is like, ah, this is terrible, but there's also the part of me that like then like has the realization like, oh, this is gonna impact me. Ugh. And that's where I feel like acquaintances of ours, or even maybe people we know, would be like, you really should care more, especially about local stuff. But man, say I try I to, but don't. like. Recently, we got like redistricted, like yeah. they, like so like we're now in like the same district as like Lockhaven, where I went to college, which is like fifty minutes away. But like, really, the, yeah, like the town down the road from us where I work, we're not in that district anymore. So like oh. a representative also switched through that. And, like, gotcha. I we've talked about. I think we talked about like my feelings about our old representative a little bit. Just like he was like a very weird, toxic person on social media. He seems super nice in person to his credit, but like, uh, is he younger? Yeah. Have we had him at the winery for events? I imagine so. Yeah. I mean, we have one in a couple weeks. Yeah, probably that guy. I yeah. really like him. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he seems he's a like a dude. super he's nice a guy. He's really nice. And honestly, but like... on social media, he is... Oh, I've seen... He's I've too seen, much. He I've does some, some weird some things the... that makes me sad. But, like, he's no longer technically our like representative. I feel like slightly a button pusher. Yeah. Maybe. But, yeah, he's not a representative. I don't know who the new person is, but, like, it's things like that that, like, make it hard for me to even, like, want to try to keep up. Cause yeah. It's, just, it's complicated, and I'm, like, I'm stressed out about other things. I don't have time to think about, like, the local elections because I have to, like, find jobs and, like, think yeah. about lessons and all these other things. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Our, I remember the fundraiser thing they had, uh, a previous event. Was it last year, maybe? The one lady came up and was just, it was awkward for the person and I working there. I was like, can I count on having your vote? And I was like, lady, I just work here. If oh, anything, I know exactly what you're you've, talking about. You've guaranteed that yeah. you will not have my vote. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm pretty sure the same person came to the Farmer's Broke and did that too. Where I'm just like, <laughs> hey. Was she an ambassador to a certain country? Maybe. And worked for Trump. Oh. And her flyer had pictures of her with Trump oh, then in the Oval Office. Person. Different person. Was then. it a lady? Yes, I had a similar interaction with somebody that was running for some sort of position that was, like, very, like, hi, I'm here. Like, once again, like, you kind of have to do that a little bit because, once again, the process is terrible that you have to go out and, like, do this awkward social thing. (laughs) But, yeah, I just think it was, like, they came up to the stand. I'm just like... I well, don't and then know we, what to say. I'm not somebody that wants to lie to you in yeah. this moment, but I also and then we like, watched I don't her. Care. And of course, the person that was there with the baby, they came over like, "Oh, she's probably trying to get a picture yeah. with the baby." Silly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, based on what we just said about local elections, we might be part of the problem with our country. Oh, we are very <laughs> much part of. The, we are. <laughs> don't get me wrong. We are probably in the wrong on many of these things. I will say. Mm-hmm. We're not in the wrong in the extreme. Like, we don't take it to the extreme and react yeah. in violence. But we're also, like, we're remaining uneducated, which is a choice in itself. We're ignorant. Which has, it's a problematic stance to we take. We choose to write it off as just being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> would we technically be able to look into it more? Yes. But I, I guess so. That's I don't know, fair. man. I'd rather, I'd rather I like, do some other stuff. I like having the point of view though where i get to complain without understanding it it, it takes a lot of weight off my shoulders because i don't fully oh, so understand much. i don't fully understand the gravity of these choices which just helps me to live a little bit easier which is kind of what i'm looking for right now oh absolutely <laughs> i i'd rather just be like why is this like this but not really look into it yeah it's like what Global warming, that's terrible. And then, like, all right, anyways. Anyway. I got to drive to work. Stoke the flames of this coal stove. All right. I got to go burn these tires. I'll be back. (laughs)
Can't let these sit in my yard. Yeah. Ooh. Precious, precious tar into the Precious, air. precious tar. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so how are we going to get rid of these tires? Well, besides burn them, I guess we could throw them in the ocean. Yeah. And then whales would eat them. That's no good either. Yeah. I'd rather There's burn them. There's just no winning. I would rather turn my tires into like an Stars. out of sight, out of mind thing than yeah. like, a, oh, maybe it's in a whale's tummy. What if, right. like, what if a dolphin swum into it and now they're stuck in it? Uh, they swum. I'm they, a, what, if, I have my English degree. They swum that, into the tire. That, or is it swam? No, it swam. <laughs> swam is not <laughs> swam, swam. This is one of the situations when, like, when I was teaching, where it's like, typically when we do grammar, kids, when it's wrong, you know it is. Like, it sounds wrong. <laughs> like, if you're ever writing something, like, just say it out loud. Because if you say swum, it, that doesn't sound right because it probably isn't. <laughs> Like grammar is like a like English grammar is a terrible thing, but at the same time we engage with it enough where we typically know when things you aren't can, quite yeah. right. Swum, swum. <laughs> the dolphins swum through my tire that I threw in the ocean. Yeah. Ocean. 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 <laughs> the ocean. Oh, uh, that's weird. That is weird. I don't know. Uh, dolphins are weird in general. Dolphins. I think just like their weird smooth skin and the shape they are, just those conversation that combination of things is just like a little bit weird. I think it's also when you like, like when you slippery see them of, of an animal being all happy with a trainer, but you know like they can also turn like pretty predatory and rapey yeah. like on a dime. Yeah, that thing like that thing, if I touch him in the wrong say, spot, will drag me to the depths. Say, you take a dolphin and take it, like put him in Woodstock '99. He's gonna fit right in. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> all those road dudes, like, he's a rebel rouser. All those bro dudes, getting real, real frisky. I don't know. It's also dolphins. It makes me think of like, like any time there's a girl grown up. I want to be a marine biologist. Said every white girl ever <laughs> growing up. Like my sister. That owns the winery, wanted to be marine biologist. I want to be like, Jill, you're terrified of dogs. What makes you think you, you want to get the ocean? A, a ocean with an 800-pound male. Also, like, what do marine biologists do? Yeah, maybe a little bit of interaction with dolphins and seals, but a lot of looking at algae and coral. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, like, hey, why are the coral reefs dying? These aren't cute. Like, you're telling me if you can't even be in the same room with, like, a dog, you're going to be able to The ocean has a remarkable number of gross things that oh, yeah. are slippery and wet. Like, they're, like unlike eels? snakes, things in the ocean are... No, there are, are snakes in the ocean as well. But eels? <laughs> oh, yeah. Eels, big slippery guys with yeah. big mouths. Like, oh, rom, 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 rom. Why would you want to risk that? No. Octopus? Octopi are very smart. Octopi are very smart, but also like something very smart. Genetically, they don't make sense. We don't know what they are fully. (laughs) Like, like the entire like octopus family, just like a weird like anomaly of science in some ways, just like genetically and stuff. But yeah, yeah, oceans are weird. Like it's like deep ocean is up there with deep space as places I don't really need to know about or go to. I don't want to go there. You don't. I'm good. I'm more interested in the ocean space, but I still am not 
you lifeguard you. Well, no, I I'm like saying I still don't necessarily have a desire to go somewhere where I need to be in this sub or I get crushed like a yes. tin can. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> like my head will Like we were just underneath so much liquid where like if we were to like loosen this pressure valve, we would explode. Our heads would implode. Yes, we would implode immediately. That's terrifying. Yeah, that, that is, is like a thing that could happen under just normal conditions on our planet. If you just go in the wrong spot, you get mushed. Yeah. Too much pressure. I also don't have the desire to go to, like, Everest or anything like that. So, Everest has become, like, just, has been ruined by tourism. Uh, have you ever, it's, I think to get the permit to climb there is, like, 80 grand, and then that's not including, like, trying to That explains hire, uh, why the mountain is just covered in trash. It's just a bunch of, like, rich jerks like, that are just leaving trash sound, behind. It seems like you have to have quite a bit of money, yeah. like, six figures. Yeah. I, it's 100000 something. Say, I like, think. I've, like, I've seen pictures. Like, it's just lines waiting to get to, like, the summit. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not, like, this special, like, intimate moment. It's like, oh, I have a few minutes to do this to take a picture, and then I have to go, and, like, also, like, there's trash everywhere, which is pretty Trash lame. and bodies. Yeah, tra yeah, bodies, too, because, like, you can't get them down. You can't get them down, yeah. They say helicopters don't function at that height. They don't function at that height, and I'd imagine they are just frozen to the yeah like, there's just like nothing you can do and rock just nothing you can do just a bunch of bodies that are all frozen up and dead yeah uh, mm. hey that's a dire note to lead us into uh do you have anything else jared well uh any other pressing things not at the moment i'm currently like i said i as you know i am keeping tabs on our favorite non-binary them <laughs> he did just get uh yeah we do have an felony burger we've got an ezra update ezra watch 2022 um so let me let's see what's our boy ezra sorry no no yeah 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 you're good our boy in like a fun like Acknowledgement term, not like from a, this is your gender, because yeah. not a hornet's nest I'm looking to start. It's a, oh yeah, yeah, it's, let's see, let me, I'm just trying to find the most recent one. So I told you about his most, his, prior to this one, he had been reportedly housing a woman and her three young children that he met in Hawaii, where he had also threw a chair yes. at yep. some lady on her forehead and had to get stitches. Mm -hmm. And also threatened to murder and rape uh, the people that he was living with. Um, so, uh, allegedly, he was in this Vermont farm, and he's keeping these children here, and there's open ammunition and marijuana out. Yes. Just everywhere. Not a very combination. Uh, Kids and ammunition. So, this week, Ezra was charged with felony burglary. Again, in oh, Vermont. Boy. For allegedly... Stealing bottles of alcohol from a private residence. So now he's like the rambunctious teens breaking into someone's like garage or liquor steal cabinet. Their alcohol. Oh, Ezra. You have money. I, he, he literally has a whole farm. Yes, you have so much money. Just buy your own alcohol. And you. this story came up because 
people are up in arms because they canceled Batgirl, but they're still standing behind the Flash. <laughs> well, wait, the movie or the show? Batgirl, like a... the, the movie. Okay, I didn't know this was supposed to be a movie. I was about to say, the show was a CW show, so that show yeah. should rightfully be canceled in terms of like yeah, no, no, unnecessary uh, They canceled melodrama. the planned HBO Max release of uh, Batgirl. But Ezra but Miller's The Flash. Ezra and The Flash. Probably because, okay, the release of its $70 million DC Comics movie Batgirl. There you go. That's the answer. $70 million say, budget that's a versus... Lot. That's that's pretty small in the world of superhero, mm-hmm. superhero movies. Oh, yeah. If you're not at least like... Probably two hundred million at oh, this yeah. point. All those, yeah, for those Avenger movies, like, like just to get like the actors alone for one of those Avenger movies is insane. I like. I mean, like Disney is the only company that could do it at this point. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers also. I'm not <clears> saying <throat> that they were necessarily successful, but with like Justice League and all them, they're they're another one yeah. that can afford to throw hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. but. I mean, that's the answer in and of itself. It's not an issue of, uh, oh, I th- I think yeah, it's not about it, like what like political platform they're advocating yeah. or what actor they're standing behind. It's more of the fact like the, it uh, is all money. We yes, are like rooted is, financially into this. We need this and, to work. An HBO Max release versus something that you're banking yeah. on being a summer blockbuster. Yeah, a summer blockbuster like. Superhero movies are almost the only thing that. But it's like I almost want to tell. It's like, why are you getting up and like just read into that? Yeah, it might suck. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right, but there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily ethical or seem right. But from a money standpoint, as we've talked about, there's been pure monsters that gotten away Mm -hmm. with a lot for years because they're making someone a lot of money. Heartless corporate studio. Yeah, they're going to make the decision that's money oriented. Do not be shocked, and like you can be mad about it, but like your yeah. mat, your your outrage falls on deaf ears. As we've said all the all the time, how did R. Kelly get away with it for so long? Wait, he made how much money? money? How much money did yeah, he make man. the company? Oh, that's it. Especially like in the world of like Warner Brothers, just desperately trying to like catch up to like Marvel, like at least in some way, glean some of that like profit that marvel has found like it's just well because Warner Brothers is gonna do whatever what, they can batman and stuff yeah like they have like technically they release a new batman they're just like constantly tr- like it's 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 weird how many times they've tried this dc like expanded cinematic universe yeah and like how like they're just constantly like approaching it from a new angle like oh ben affleck the new batman after christian bale was done like wait Nobody liked that one. All right, uh, Robbie Patterson, he's going to be it, but it's going to be, like, a different one. And also, like, we have this Joker movie that's successful, but it won't be that same Joker. It'll be this other guy's Joker now. It's just this constant attempt to, like, we need to be just like Marvel Studio because, like, superhero movies are the only thing that make money anymore on a wide scale. But we keep doing a bad job. Why? Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know? You know, man. It's, but, yeah... <laughs> He broke allegedly broke in and stole yeah. alcohol. Yeah, Ezra Miller is just. And this be... is a this is this man is our age. Or, I'm sorry, this individual is our age. He's just like trying to think of just like a childhood like cartoon character. There's just like someone he reminds me of like um, almost like a chaotic like Amelia Bedelia who okay. just is this 
doing like the most unexpected thing you could, but like, like with Amelia Bedelia, it was like it's Sid. endearing and cute. With it, where it's like, yeah. oh, why are you doing this? This, this hurts is people. what I expected if Sid wasn't intervened with in the first Toy Story. Hmm. Okay. Where uh, yeah, just like in like this, so like be good. Yes, just like a general... like if Sid wouldn't have been intervened with, this yeah. is what just like. A legitimate like menace on society is yeah. what yeah. Ezra Miller is right now. No one is safe. <laughs> Wild and wacky. <laughs> Wild and wacky. It's a way to it's a way to spin it. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that is the end of our soiree. Our soiree. Uh, thank you for listening to Table in a Basement. Uh, like and subscribe and comment and all those good things. Tell your friends that if they're done with their particular like. Wordle for the day, like hey, it's, it's that it's that trendy new little word game on the phones that you can play once a day because like, oh okay, it, like it refreshes with a new thing. So like, gotcha. Tell your friends like hey, if you're done with your Wordle, here's another thing to waste your time with. Yeah, that's us. So yeah, uh, have a good whatever it is you happen to be doing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>